Blake Hahn is with us. He came running up. Now, were you running just to stay warm? No, I was a little late. I wasn't <laughs> expecting the weather to be that bad this morning. Uh, hey, look, you don't have to worry, and I'm not worried about you driving through that weather either. Thank you very much for being here, and I know, as I said, you've, you've won some events. Take people through your career here. Yeah, so I've been very fortunate. You know, I started uh, my first race at the Tulsa Shootout was in 2004, and that was actually my very first race. So um, my parents brought me here, and uh, it wasn't quite what it is now, so there wasn't quite as many cars as you'll see uh, as last week. But, um, you know, it was the top of the line, so top-notch cars. So I ran my junior sprint that year in 2004, and then uh, two years after that we picked up a golden driller in the junior sprint. And then, uh, of course, moved up the ranks at, uh, at Port City, moving up in some micro classes. And then uh, in 2011, we were able to pick up two more drillers the same year. So um, we got the non-wing outlaw and the outlaw in the same year and was able to uh, add two more to the shelf. So um, after that, you know, having three drillers is just unbelievable. And um, we were able to pick up, um, you know, five more since then. We've won a, a few in the um, Ecotech midgets, and then a couple in the modified, and then we were able to pick up a micro one this last uh, last week, which was which is really something. To be able to win a micro is is really saying something. These guys uh, put a lot of time and money into it, and I only get to run a micro uh, once or twice a year. So to be able to come in and compete with those guys was uh, really proving ourselves. But um, we've got a really good team that we get to race with every year at the shootout. The 10J chassis from California. Um, it's a team that uh, has built, uh, you know, recently a pretty new team. They've been coming here for the last seven years, and uh, pretty pretty outstanding stat they have. They've won six drillers in the last out of the seven years they've been here. So they've got a really good track record, and so every time I come here, I know I've got a top-notch car, and, um, you know, I get to bring my crew chief from my sprint car operation with me. I so in, in my eyes, I have the best of the best and the best opportunity to win. So every time I touch a track, I feel like I've got the best chance. So we had a really good week. We had a really good car, and it was a fun time. The track was fabulous. So we look forward to Chili Bowl, and hopefully we can just put on another good race with the fans. So, so many things to get into. Number one, you know, one thing that popped into my mind, you're talking about that. Somebody's making a, a living making trophies for this thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's become a thing, you know, after over the last uh, almost 40 years now, um, you've got guys, we've got kids that are starting to race in, and they don't know a whole lot, but they know that they want a golden driller come January. It's just, uh, it's super prestigious, and yeah, you know, I'm not exactly sure who the trophy maker is, but these trophies are, there's so much, there's so much meaning to them, you know, they sit on the mantle for years, and you just sit there and look at them, and they just, <laughs> they just glow with that golden driller, and they mean so much to people, and, you know, we work super hard all year long to, you know, to hone our abilities to be able to come here and show, showcase ourselves to, in front of a great audience, and, and to win that golden driller, so it's fun when we're able to get that feeling and be up on the podium in front of a great crowd. Uh, Blake Hahn is with us, and as we mentioned, he's got several of these drillers himself. Now, obviously, the last name would tell you you were probably kind of you were born for this, so to speak. However, that comes with another side. I mean, did you ever have any question about wanting to race, your grandpa, your dad, I mean, your whole family? Or was it always just like, a, you know what, maybe I'll do something different? Obviously, you didn't, but th- how would you feel about it? For me, no, it wasn't. You know, growing up as a kid, I, I was fortunate to grow up here in the Expo, uh, you know, in the winters. And uh, my grandpa owns Creek County in Sepulpa, too. So I grew up at the racetrack on every Saturday night. I was at a racetrack growing up as a kid. And, uh, you know, just uh, for me, seeing the sprint cars and the, and the uh, micros and all the, the open wheel stuff come in as a special show, because I was used to seeing the full body stuff at Creek County. So when I see these things come in, it really intrigued me. And that's when I was like, man, I want to do that one day. And then when I was eight years old, I was able to get a junior sprint, which is really small, kind of a cart type car. And um, that was like that opened the door. But yeah, you know, right from the beginning, I, I just wanted to follow my grandparent, my grandpa and my dad's footsteps. They both raced and um, in my eyes, I just wanted to have a yellow 52 just like them. <laughs> Tell everybody who your dad is. Yeah, my dad, Tom, and uh, my grandpa, Emmett, they both raced back in the day. And, um, you know, both ha- both have a lot of history at the track. And, you know, it's fortunate enough for me I can go to those guys and have some experience back 
from them. Yeah, well, your father was like two years behind me in high school, and, and Donna was just a, well, we had some classes together at Nathan Hale, so I've known your family a long time. I remember once, and I'm not sure if it was you or not, but I was out here with Emmett, and we were watching a race, and we were doing an interview, and this is, God, it's got to be 20 years ago almost, and he pops up all of a sudden and takes off, and I said, where are you going? He goes, my car just crashed, and he said, my grandson's in it. And I said, oh, is he all right? He goes, I don't care. I want to go look at the car. <laughs> yeah, that, that was probably it. If it was about 20 years ago, 20 years on the dot, I've been racing for 20 years. And, yeah, like I was saying, it was my very first race. We came here, ran a hot lap session, and we were in practice, and I flipped my very first race out. So that was, was you, yeah, all right. So that was probably it, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and, you know, um, there was a funny story because the very beginning of that night, you know, my grandpa was kind of not thinking maybe we should run here. He's like, you know, if he wrecks here, he's going to be scared and not going to want to race the car again. And, then I go out there and wreck the first race, and I come back in, and I'm I'm pretty scared, and I didn't really want to get back in there, and my mom kind of pulled me away. I was like, okay, you know, your grandpa told you that if you wrecked, you were going to be scared, and I want to do this. He goes, you got to get back in there and do it. And so I focused it. I kind of got got worried up, and I was like, all right, I got to get in there and go. So uh, now, right, so Blake Hahn is with us, and we're going to talk a few more minutes about the Chili Bowl. If you have a question, you're welcome to text it at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. We'll also get a question in just a moment from Bryce Hulse back in the studio. When did you realize after doing it a little bit again it's family legacy so important that you really did love it and then then realized hey i've got a chance to be really good well you know i loved it from the beginning i think if you ask anybody it doesn't matter if you've had good success or you're just out there having fun you're have you're just having a blast you're you're enjoying it no matter what but for me you know um I take it. I took it pretty serious. So we were able to win championships in the junior sprint, and it just early on, you know, I just once winning the first championships, like I wanted to do that at the next step, and like in my head, I just knew I needed to go to the next step, to the next step, to the next step, and we did. We went to the restrictor. We won a championship. We moved to the next outlaw class, and we won a championship. We got to a midget. We won a championship. And when I turned 18, I got the opportunity to run a sprint car for a guy out of Houston, and. This is at the point where, you know, my dad told me we probably wouldn't be able to run a whole lot of sprint car stuff unless we were able to find a ride. So my dad was hunting for some rides for me, and I, I got a few rides. I got my first sprint car ride with Brian, uh, drove Brian McClellan's car, Mike and Nancy, out of here in Tulsa. And that's kind of how I got my feet wet. But at 18 years old, I kind of started getting <clears throat> more into the sprint car stuff. And that's when I realized, you know, this is something I could, if I really wanted to, I could take it serious and, you know, do it for a living. And um, fortunate enough for me, after I graduated from high school, I had the opportunity to go run on the ASCS National Tour, which is really the, the beginning to go race for a living. And um, I could hire a crew chief, which at the time was my best friend. So for me, I was living a dream. I had my dad, my best friend, and we're traveling, racing sprint cars. So at 18 years old, <clears throat> it kind of op <clears throat> opened up a world for me where I feel like I could, uh, you know, really just if I really focus and buckle down, I could make this something I wanted to do. And it was something I wanted to do, and I think I just really focused and um, just tried to be as successful as possible. I had a guy really give me some great opportunities, so I just had to take it for all it was worth and just go try to learn. What was the best advice your dad and your grandpa ever gave you about racing, about actually in the car and that kind of thing? It's hard to really pick out anyone because, you know, <clears throat> I've had them around for my whole career, so my dad's I've been racing for 20 years now, and my dad's only missed one race, so he's been there for everything. And um, my grandpa's been there for a lot of them too. But you know, they've really honed me into who I am now. So it's kind of unique. So my my grandpa's a bit aggressive, uh, and my dad's <laughs> a, a little bit? more yeah, a little more laid back. So I get a little bit of the merge of both. So I think that makes me a better driver, being able to have have both of those guys help me out. And um, you know, I can't really just pick out one thing. It's just been great to have those guys in my corner because when you really step back and think about having two people that have been around it their entire life helping you out and, you know, they're in 
they're in my corner and they're helping me out 100% no matter what. So it's good to have those guys, and, and it really is uh, amazing to have my family with me like that. Blake on with us. A couple more minutes here at the Chili Bowl. We are live at the Stage Net Center. Of course, they ran last night. They've had everything moved in for the last couple of days, and they're going to really get after it tonight all the way through the weekend. Bryce Hulse is back in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Bryce? Blake, are, are there, in all your years of doing this, are, are there maybe like one or two memories that really stick out when it comes to mind when you kind of recall all of your years and the success you've had? Um, for me, so for racing, I have I have some really good memories in this building. Um, honestly, I'll be honest with you, last week was one of the best I've had. I, I had my daughter with me for, for the Golden Driller, and that was just a great memory. We, we, we've missed my missed my grandma over the past few years and yeah. just kind of been kind of in a weird spot, so... To be able to just have my family there with me and my daughter and just have those good memories flowing was great. But for me, um, running my sprint car is where <clears throat> I make my where I do spend all my time and have a lot of my fun. And the best memory I have is picking up my first ASCS national win. It'd be here in Oklahoma at Salina High Banks. Um, it was close to home, but it was still a national race, and I had all my family with me. My both my grandparents were there, my mom and dad. So that was one that really sticks to me, and it, it meant a lot. I've been I chased that win for a long time. And then it, I, I almost had it in Montana. It slipped away, and then a few week, a few a month later, I was able to get it in my backyard. So it, it seemed like it all worked out perfectly, and that was one that really will stick with me. I have to ask, you know, I know, I mean, I, I play. I was a football player a thousand years ago, uh, and I was fortunate enough because I was an offensive, defensive lineman and a linebacker. I was fortunate enough to score one touchdown. It happened in a playoff game, on a fumble recovery. And I can remember right before I crossed the goal line was when I was most scared. Yeah. Uh, are you going to get caught? Does it feel that way in a race when you're you get, it's a hundred yards away and you're looking at it? Is do you get the same feeling? Oh yeah. You know you're counting down the laps. You, you'll see the halfway mark. Like okay, we're only halfway. All right. Then you, you wait till you get the five to go. Then you like all right, count down the five, and then you get the white flag, and the white flag takes forever. But man, you just really <laughs> count down the laps, and it seems like every like the the. The closer you get to the end, the longer it gets. But yeah. <laughs> it does, the finish line seems to move. Yeah. yeah, I swore the goal line was moving, and of course I'm huffing and puffing by that time. It had I had to feel that way. Does it mean even a little bit more to win here because of your family's legacy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said earlier, you know, growing up in this building, I, I've been able to see the drivers that have came through here, the drivers that have made names here, and you know, it's just something that in my eyes, is one of the races that I have to win. It's not one of the races I want to win. It's one of the races I have to win. So it's on my bucket list. I've been really working hard for it. I feel like um, we've we've been getting better and better each year. I feel like this year we have even more momentum going into it after winning the driller last week. And we've got a good par. We've got great partners, and we've got a great opportunity to put it up there. So I think if everything works out, we have a little bit of luck. And, you know, you have to have luck in here, but you got to have a little bit of skill too. So we got to do those heat races and qualifiers and, you know, just have uh, hopefully just put some good consistent runs in, in the a feature what's your ultimate goal in racing um you know I, i'd like to just i mean honestly i'm pretty happy with where i'm at i just uh, am enjoying myself i i really enjoy what i'm doing i'd like to run with the world outlaws full time uh, just got to get some things lined out with partners and hopefully you can see us there and hopefully in the next five years or so but yeah that would be something i would really enjoy doing but you know right now i'm very fortunate enough to be able to travel and race and that's just fun i'm just enjoying it and living it so what's the funniest thing Emmett's ever said to you? I, I call them Emmettisms because occasionally he'll just pop up with something or say something that's like, I've never heard it put like that. Oh, there's all kinds of stories. Yeah, I, 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 I sit there and laugh at some of the stuff he tells people. And they sit there with their jaw wide open, can't believe he said it. And I'm like, oh, this is like every day with him. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, it's great. I, I, honestly, I can't even think of one thing because there's so many things. There's some stuff I think he just pulls out of his butt just to say to people, to <laughs> see the reaction he can get out of them. Probably so. Well, hey, listen, Blake, thank you very much for coming. I'm pleased to meet you having known appreciate most of the rest it. of your yeah, family. Thank you. And I appreciate you taking the time to get out here. Absolutely. Good luck. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. You betcha.